0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That 43 sizes and 22 different styles shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at Victoria'sSecret.com.
1: you deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them you can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks unlimited plans starting at 25 dollars a line per month for four lines You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund. All year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
2: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bachelor Happy Hour. I'm your girl, Rachel, and joining me in the studio today is none other than Crystal Nielsen. What's up, girl? Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm happy to have you back because when you were here last time, I wasn't here with you. You were on your honeymoon. I was on my honeymoon. Was it in Greece? It was in Greece. Oh, how was it? It was amazing. It was amazing. But I listened to you from afar. You
3: killed it. So I'm happy to be sitting here with you today and co hosting. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be back. I was telling you in the bathroom, you didn't know this but I actually lost my voice when I came last time and did the and I hosted with Holly. I, I had no voice. I almost wish that you still didn't because that's like one of the things that people tried to get <laughs> onto
2: you from your season I and I
3: would be like she's
2: back. I'd be like, I'm so
3: thinking this right now. <laughs>
2: Well, congratulations to you! I have not seen you since you've been married. Your Thank wedding you. was beautiful.
3: You were stunning. Thank you. I literally stunning. have to say everything right back at you. Well,
2: this is what's Worst funny we all people... hitched up girls now. I know, isn't it exciting? <laughs> yeah. Newlyweds, we have that glow going. One of the things people don't know is that I saw Crystal while she was trying ah, on her wedding right. dress. And do you remember my words to you? I said, "Oh my God, I
3: just came up here to make sure your dress didn't look D- like didn't mine, look bitch. just like mine." <laughs> And then I said, You look absolutely stunning. And I know. Did. I, I don't know if I'd actually chosen the dress when you ran down, but I was in my one of 26 dresses that I had been trying on. We tried on, tw- oh my gosh, 26. We sh- we should have a totally different podcast of just talking about all the Yo, I got a video crap. montage of all those dresses, six. girl. I tried on four. I'll show you later. Four? four?
2: And one was like black pants. It's, it's, wow. it's a whole nother oh, thing. You. But, anyways, as much as Crystal and I could keep going, this podcast <laughs> yeah. is not just about us because we have some very special special guests joining us on the podcast today none other giving us all the advice about weddings and kids and being a mom and finding that work-life balance we've got carly and jay joining us what's up
3: ladies hello hey
2: guys.
3: hi thank you guys so much for joining us you know rich and i were just chatting about how excited it is being at newlyweds and how we you know, are looking forward to being moms in the somewhat near future. So we were hoping that um, we could have you on this podcast and share with us some some tips and tricks and um, some advice on preparing for that next chapter of our lives. Yeah,
2: we want to we want to dive in and just get all up in your business. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Also, you guys. Harley and I didn't change our last names either, so. <laughs> you didn't. Are we feminists <laughs> no. because we don't
2: change our last names? Because I'm, I'm kind of for it. It's too much work. It's I, too much work. I'm like, I don't know, it just gives like away part of my
4: identity.
3: <laughs> I feel you know, actually I feel the same way. And it was something when um when I was getting married, everyone was asking me and I was getting a lot of shame on Instagram about it, and people were like, Why aren't you gonna change your name? Like, do you not see the relationship working out? And for me, I think I wasn't really sure why I was feeling so defensive and what I kinda had uncovered in doing that work was that for a long time, it took me to really love and appreciate who I am today. And like Crystal yeah. said, my last name, like, and taking ownership of that and everything that came with it, I'm really proud to be her. And I didn't want to be somebody else. I wanted to be me.
2: I like that. Yes, I girl. Yeah, yeah, I, love I love that. that. I feel like the happy medium is just changing it on Instagram, right? Like people think I just right. am like, oh, I'm Rachel Lindsay on the solo now,
3: just Instagram official. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing else. Totally.
3: Where I went, I went with Wayne and Chucky Nielsen hyphen There you go. I went with the dogs. Oh, that's people a good idea it. too. Yeah.
2: Copper, my dog's here right now, so he might join in as the
3: third co-host Aww. of the show. Cute. <laughs> okay, so. We wanted to chat with you guys about a lot of people on the show say that, you know, we're just putting it on for real, that these relationships are just for show, but we're all married women. And so I wanted to get some advice and just ask you girls, um, when people ask, is it real or does it really work? Do you have like what? How do you respond to that? Because I know how I respond. So I'm curious with you a little more deeper into these um, relationships. How do you respond
4: It just bothers me because I'm just like, does your relationship like work? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I just want to throw it back on them and be like, does yours? Like, how how is that fair for you to ask me that just because mine was on TV and yours wasn't? Like, I mean, relationships are, every relationship is so different and every relationship takes work. You know what I mean? But like, I just think that's so silly. Like, why would I be faking it for three years?
3: Like, come on. And two babies. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, buying obviously houses together. Like each
3: other. We do it and
4: create babies. Like, you can't fake that.
3: <laughs> no, you can't. And I think it, I want to say it's so... Awesome and admirable to look up to both of you. And I, I know I said this like at reunion, but it's been, it's been really special for Chris and I to be able to connect with both of you guys and see your marriage and see your families growing because it's something that Chris and I aspire to and navigating in these waters. I mean, outside in the real world, but especially in this bachelor bubble of having your relationships so highly profiled and having so much constant criticism and feedback and opinions about who you are and what you should do. It can be really, Mm -hmm. it can be really difficult. So how do you, have you guys received any, um, do people like chime in? I'm sure about your parenting styles or your relationships. And if so, how do you respond back at that? And do you not, do you take it personally or have you learned to shut it out?
4: I used to take it personally because they do. Everyone will comment on every little thing, especially once you become a parent. Um, Because everybody feels like they know better than you. They do, yeah. But now I've learned to kind of like take a step back and see it from like more of an outside perspective, what this person is trying to say. And they're probably, they may be meaning well, they may be not. But in the end, it's my family. I know it's best for my family. I know it's best for my child. And I'm going to listen to my mother intuition. And there may be something that's good advice that somebody's trying to tell me. And I will look that up and I will like take that as for what it is. But ultimately I have just had to learn to like not get defensive because the mommy bear will come out, especially mm. when it's your kids, like you want to attack people. <laughs> <But> <laughs> oh it, it, like the fierceness comes out and I'm a yeah. nice person, but I will go to that. Ba- <laughs> like I will go to battle for my kids, but I've learned that like, Social media is just a place where people think that they can just be whatever they want and not have any consequences. So I've learned to just kind of just like not even bother with those people.
2: Yeah. How do you deal with that? Cause it's a whole nother level. Like you say, you're talking about mama bear. You know, I know before you had kids, you, you feel like you have to defend your relationship because everybody's questioning it, questioning it and everyone's skeptical. And now you have children and you have people questioning that. And I know that one thing Crystal and I were talking about was, this this concept of mommy shaming that's a whole nother level to it because now you're bringing children which children should always be off limits but talk to us a bit about that like how have you handled the mommy shaming that you've received
3: from social media and can you also just please clarify what is mommy shaming because (laughs) i had no idea that this was a thing and apparently it is so can you please clarify to the listeners what is mommy shaming and how do you deal with it
4: well, oh, mommy sh- shaming is next level when you're somebody it's in the public. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's really just judging a parent's choices mm. and making them feel guilty for it. And we're already, as moms, already have enough guilt. Like we're o- already trying to be a perfect parent for our kids. And so it's just the judgment that other people, because people parent differently all over the world, you know, culturally parent differently just even my neighbor next door parents differently than I do it's just what's best for our family but people like to bring that in and try to put it on top of you and so that's kind of when people get shamed um, I guess that's what you would consider mommy shaming is those comments that people are saying
3: did you have any idea what it would be like um, being in the public eye and then having a family like that you would receive this kind of feedback as much as you do and feedback I use ah. is a very positive term. That's a <laughs> nice spin of yes. yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. I feel like one thing I really love about you, Jade, though, is like if somebody says something to you on social media, you always like, you don't always, but like you. Sometimes when you feel really strongly about something, you will post a comment back that is like so well worded and like, I don't know, it just. It's like what every mom wants to say, but no one knows how to say it properly. And you like shut those people down in like the nicest, kindest way.
2: What? Like, what do people the, mom shame you guys for? Everything. Oh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, breathing. I <laughs> you know. Out. I mean, it's really
4: anything. I, it's it's like intense things from like, gosh, you know. The most intense things are like, do you vaccinate your kids or do you not vaccinate your kids, which we don't even usually talk about. But there's things like sleep training. Like, do you let your kid cry it out? Do you not let your kid cry it out? How long do you breastfeed? Oh, my gosh. It's a little chilly outside. Why doesn't your kid have a coat on? Why did you do that? Why does your kid not have shoes on? It's outside. They could step on something. Like, it just goes from so drastic the big stuff to the small stuff. It's like, it doesn't end.
2: So if I could play like devil's advocate for a second, you know, when we were talking earlier, we were talking about how people have an opinion about our relationships because we fell in love in such a public way. Mm-hmm. And then people feel like they can have an opinion about children because we have our children on social media and we, you know, do stories and Instagram videos and we post pictures. And so they feel like, and not saying that they do by any means, but they feel like they have the right to speak on it because you have put your child out there. So yeah, what, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in what you guys think about posting your children on social media. And I know Jade, you have a social media account for Emmy and, And for Brooks, is it Brooks? Yes. Yeah. And Brooks too. Um, Carly, I'm not, I don't think you do, but what do you think the balance is in regards to posting your children on social media?
4: Like you said, I do feel like people are entitled to their opinions or their comments as long as they're, I mean, like the malicious ones are the ones that I just do not bother with. Like those people are crossing a boundary. There are boundaries. There should be etiquette. It's social media, you know, better. So you can post, you can post comments. I don't mind that. Um, regarding my children on social media, I do think it is a different era. My child already knows how to use an iPad. Um, mm-hmm. We're kind of, we're kind of navigating parenting in a tech world, which has never really been done before. And so it's yeah. kind of a new space and I don't know if people really know how to handle it yet, but I feel like it's going to be more and more common for, Young children to be on their parents' social medias. I run my kids' accounts. My number one priority is always my child's safety. We never post anything appropriate or inappropriate. We never post anything that would any any way like impose a threat to their safety. Um, so for me, I feel like our family is kind of like like you said, Crystal. Like I try to use my family as. Um, something that people can look up to, to see mm-hmm. love and see how a family can come together and what our family life is like. It's just like a glimpse inside of our family. But I always try to use it for good, but I'm always, always thinking of my children's safety first.
3: Awesome. I think it's really great that the two of you are being advocates about mommy shaming and, and having these conversations because I have had no idea what it was. And I'm just hearing the tonality in your voices and just seeing how much it, how much it impacts you. And I can understand in the aspect of, you know, whether you grew up with great parents or not, but there's definitely got to be a place, a painful spot where it kind of jab, where people are constantly jabbing at, like, are you? being the best parent that you can be and it would be really hard to not take that personally. Absolutely. Yeah, like, Just think about <laughs> yeah. it's like
4: you're it's, you both have dogs like think about people saying something like, oh, your dog shouldn't be wearing that collar. Or you're pulling it wrong. Or those are fighting, those because, are fighting words. Those are fighting words. You know words. what I mean? <laughs> so I think of that. And then you go, you take yeah. that and you put it on like another level, which you guys will know when you have kids because Jade and I had dogs first as well. And yeah. then it's like you want to, you want to go through and like murder all of those students on the other side because, you're like you have no idea. I am the best parent for my child. I'm the best parent for my dog. Yeah. I know what I'm doing,
3: and you're doing yeah. and you're doing the best job possible, Carly. I want to ask you: um, Do you receive this um, being a stepmom? Do you receive this feedback and this mommy shaming oh, as God. a stepmom as well?
4: It's so funny. I was gonna say, so life has so been so different in the past like six months because. Now the boys are really funny about social media as they've gotten older. They'll be like, so I've like, I haven't posted them because they're like, I don't like that picture of me. So I don't want it out there. Like they're so funny. So um people will be like, you know, where are the boys? And I'm like, what? They're not in my photos because they're telling me I can't do it. So like, you know, it's like so silly. And I'm like, and I'm, We have the boys halftime. I'm with Bella all the time. Like, it's, it's a different dynamic, but mostly it's because teenagers want to scrutinize their faces on every photo and i don't have time to sit around there and be like is this one okay
2: is this one okay right of course <laughs> yeah they're
3: like auto-tune <laughs> it mom
2: carly like, in, your yeah, defense, like, in your defense oh i have witnessed your stepson not want to take a picture with evan when we were on straight yeah. hand and sarah he was like absolutely not <laughs> so in your defense oh God,
4: that was so funny because evan posted that photo and then he was like dad you have to take that photo down
2: like that's when it started <laughs>
4: That was literally when it started, Rachel.
2: No, I know. I So I, I know it's a real thing and I know it's out there. It's so real funny. quick, because I know you guys, you know, you're good friends and you work together. But how do you different in your differ in your parent styles? Parenting styles? Oh,
4: gosh. Um, I think it's just like what life has kind of thrown us. Right, Carly? Because I feel. Yeah. I, I mean, you can breastfeed like forever and I've quit like, before I begin. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> Which, is okay. Which is, like, okay. Like This time around, too, I'm having a harder time with my breastfeeding journey. And so, it's just, I feel like, I don't feel like we do that much differently yet. You can't, discipline is just starting to fall yeah. into our lives with our children because they're getting to that age where they're testing the boundaries. And so, oh, yeah. we're, so... I don't know if we even discipline differently, but there's just things in our lives like our breastfeeding journeys have been different. And obviously, you're a stepmom, so you have things that you have to deal with that I've never had to deal with. And Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess, I think, go ahead. I don't know. I was just going to say, I feel like even the, the things that we do aren't that different, but like we talk to each other about. I mean, like we talk to each other every single day and if Jade does something wildly different than me, like I'm so interested in like, oh my gosh, how does that work? Or why do you do it like that? Oh, that's so cool. Like that's so different for me. It's almost like the differences are really interesting and we support that. And yeah, there's like no, there's never been any judgment in any of those areas, only support. Yeah, motherhood is a very lonely experience sometimes. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like Carly and I understand that and we've experienced that. So we try to uplift each other and support each other. Um, It's that solidarity that I think motherhood should have more of. And so even when she makes a decision that I may not necessarily agree with, I just let it slide off me because it's none of my business.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, it's really special that you guys have each other because it, it was. it's one thing when you, I know when we all, I'm sure, met our husbands, um, especially for me in paradise, and I'm sure Carly and Jade, you can attest to this, but after The Bachelor, it was kind of hard for me to date <laughs> regular guys. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, because you just, you, there's just so much trust that you really got to work through. And then when I met Chris and was able to come out of paradise and have this relationship where we got to do this, this you know, scrutiny, this magnifying glass of life now together. I mean, wow, how we were able to bond and really come together as a team and just that level of support um, is priceless that you can pay. So totally. I can't imagine being able to have a mommy friend who can also like at the same time be it's pregnant. So nice. Are you guys, did you guys plan the second baby together? <laughs> you know
2: what?
4: It's so funny. So both my babies have been oopsies. I mean, they're the greatest, they're my greatest joys. But they were both not planned. And so, I mean, I called Jade and I was like, oh my God, Jade, I'm pregnant. She's like, oh my God, no way. And we had like hoped and dreamed to have another baby closer together because we wanted bumps at the same time. But like, I was not. I mean, I was doing it, but I wasn't. We were pulling out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great, that's the method Brian and I are using too. <laughs> Listen, Evan has, soup,
4: Evan has like super semen or something. I don't know. Yeah, super, how arm, many kids does he thing. have? He has four, five. Uh, I, this five. Is, this will be his fifth. Five! Yeah. Wow, he's super, super he More. He's he's a crazy man.
3: More.
2: So you you mentioned, and I think, Jada, was you who mentioned that motherhood can be lonely. And I feel like at this point, Crystal and I also want to selfishly use this as a therapy session, but also for our listeners who, who also are, are entering that new phase of life. You know, Crystal and I are newlyweds, but we're looking forward into the next step. And, you know, I've been very vocal that we're not trying, but we're not preventing at the same time. So when it comes to maintaining that relationship with your partner after having children, how do you do that?
3: <laughs> yeah, talk to us about the intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> Just laughter. Okay. Should I move on to the next question? Wait, let's let's oh start, let's start here. Let's start um during pregnancy, intimacy. Um Is it true you're uh, hornier while you're pregnant? <laughs> mm, <laughs> it varies
4: okay. person to person.
3: Okay.
2: It
4: definitely varies. My my first pregnancy with Emerson, my daughter, Tanner was totally weirded out he didn't really want to get intimate at all he was kind of freaked out but the, my pregnancy was Brooke, he was so attracted to me he would not leave me alone wow <laughs> So I think it just depends It was totally strange it caught me completely off guard and but you do kind of have to he needs to respect you when you don't feel in the mood and you it's an absolute no but also like you have to respect your husband and your marriage as well, you know? So Mm -hmm. it it is a a balance, but with newborns and young kids, it's kind of, that's where Carly and I are. It's such a survival phase. And so (laughs) you do have to kind of communicate that to your partner. Like if you're not in the mood because you literally have a baby on you 24 seven, they kind of have to understand that. And that, if you like can learn to be intimate in other ways, I mean, we're still intimate. <laughs> we still have sex, but there are other ways that maybe you have to like strengthen your relationship in other areas until you can have like that time. Like I know people who have kids that are like six, seven, eight, and they finally on this new phase and their marriage has been never, never been better sexually. Mm. But this stage
2: is, this stage is hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah. So like what? Like, what are some things that, you know, I, I say it as if I'm pregnant right now. I'm not, but I keep joking you guys that I am. Who knows? You know, talk to me in a couple of weeks. But, um, you know, seriously though, what are some things, what advice could you give to listeners maybe who are struggling with finding that level of intimacy with their partners since they have had children? And it doesn't have to be sexual. You mentioned that. What are some things that, that work for you guys?
4: Oh gosh. I mean, Evan and I go to therapy like every two weeks and it's, we've never been closer. Like I feel, I feel like there's a lot of things in relationships that sometimes you just, you don't talk about and, and that distance you in certain ways. And we started doing therapy, like, I don't know, six months ago or something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know so much about you now, that I never would have known if we hadn't been sitting in this room. So I'm a very, I'm pro therapy. (laughs) I I think it like, I think it works wonders. Um, And I think date nights are so important and they're so hard to, especially where Jade is right now when she has a newborn and a toddler, like it's so hard to be like, let's go for a date night because who's going to stay with the newborn? You know, like right now I can be like, Hey mom, take care of the toddler and I can still go travel with my baby in my stomach. But date nights are really important too. just having that one-on-one time and, I don't know, just having conversation away from social media and TV and all that is just so important to reconnect.
3: Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. Thank you. You know, Chris and I have done, we've both been on focusing this period of our lives really since we got back, like the day we got back from our wedding where we just decided, hey, we want to become parents, but... You know, what brought us together was growing up without, of our, without our dads and coming from these broken mm-hmm. families. And while we realized that did bring us together, it actually instilled within us a lot of um, triggers and patterns that we yeah. identified that, hey, before we become parents, we need to really hash this stuff out personally as well as in our relationship before, you know, we move on any further in this progression because we don't want to be passing down these unconscious, unconscious ways of how we react yeah. and respond to people. Totally. and And, you know, I'm doing a, a I'm reading this book right now called It Didn't Begin With You. And it's all about talking about family trauma and how it's literally passed down through the egg and the sperm before conception. Whoa. Like it, that goes into three generations. And it is so the magician. most fascinating book, but it's saying that you can actually carry on these, um, genetically, these patterns from deceased family members who didn't, wow. who lived yeah. in, with secrets That's and cool. shame and didn't resolve what they needed to resolve in that lifetime. And you literally pass it on. They call it fate. And this is all scientifically documented. It's really fascinating. I would highly recommend it. Um, and we'll post a link on the... Podcast for all the listeners to oh, so check I'm, it out. I'm already there. <laughs> I'm like on my app. Amazon, <laughs> yeah, girl. It I got you, girls. <laughs> so I got you. And it's saying, and I'm realizing like, oh my gosh, like how I've been like short and reactive. It's it's because I didn't feel safe as a child, and because, you know, my mom oh, didn't feel you. safe as a child, and her mom didn't feel safe as a child. And you and you give yourself so much love and compassion. And so doing that work on myself and Chris doing it, and then having the communication, the dialogue to come together to communicate it has allowed us so much compassion for one another and to draw mm-hmm. so much more intimacy in our relationship just on like an energetic level where we're just like, whoa, totally. we have compassion for each other. It's Crystal. awesome.
4: Crystal, I think you and I are soul sisters or something. Yes. I, I tell Tanner all the time that I know that my journey is to be the chain breaker of my family. Yes. And oh my God, Joe. Yeah, and the best, I really commend you because I think the best thing that you can do for your children is
3: to heal yourself. Yeah. So. Totally. Oh, Amen. yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Praise so listen. <laughs> uh, Jade and
2: Crystal, I just want to thank you guys for giving us another topic for our next podcast, okay?
3: <laughs> yeah. Megan,
2: write that down. Make, <laughs> I got it. I, I'll text you the book. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. What do you hope your children say about you as a mother?
4: You know, honestly, like, so my mom is, like, everybody who meets my mom says that she's like the world's greatest woman. And she is there. She's like an angel sent from heaven. And I felt that way about her. And I felt also that way about my grandmother, her mother. So I just, I would love for Bella to feel like that about me that, I mean, because my mom is the person that like, I mean, I love Bella the most, but my mom is like, you know, the person that I idolize. I think that she's just, off she's just the best so i jade's gonna say something like really deep but i just want (laughs) bella to be like there is no better human than my mom
2: that's the best though carly yeah what about you jade
4: no carly mine's probably not deep because i'm getting like too (laughs) emotional i won't even (laughs) be able to get words out (laughs) and i love that about you i just i just hope that both my children and like my son Brooks as well, that they just feel like, like you said, Crystal, you didn't feel safe as a child. I hope I am a safe space mm-hmm. and I hope they feel like they can be 100% who
2: they are meant to be mm. without feeling judged. Um you guys, oh, you guys so are fantastic. Beautiful. There's so many questions that Crystal and I want to ask you, but we can't keep you here all day because you have children to tend to. <laughs> unlike <laughs> yeah, unlike yes. Crystal and oh, I. Oh,
4: yeah, those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, them.
2: But both of you have some, you know, Jade, you recently just have a new addition to your family, and Carly, yours is right around the corner coming up. But, Jade, right how, there. how is Emmy handling the new addition to the family? brooks let me not act like he doesn't have a name Brooks, she is killing the big
4: sister game. she loves him so much she's so good with him i was definitely worried she was going to be jealous and she has transitioned so well there are moments where she wants me to pick her up when i'm holding him and she'll freak out but she smiles at him she kisses his head she's very sweet with him she tries to console him if he's crying she goes it's okay baby Oh. She calls them She calls him Baby Brooks. Like she's, she's doing so good. She's such a nurturer. So it's just really. It's like one of the best feelings to watch them together. It's amazing. Did she really? Oh, se- so
3: sweet. Did she really step up and evolve as like a big sister once um, Brooks arrived? She,
4: uh, the she like I swear to God grew up overnight. Like she is such a little girl now, and it's just it's so crazy, but it's so beautiful, and it's.
3: It's the coolest thing. Oh, God, so cute. Carly, is Bella ready for a baby brother?
4: <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> Bella loves to boss people around, so she's definitely ready for somebody to boss around. <laughs> um, but she, she's obsessed with her baby dolls. Her favorite thing is, like, walking her baby dolls and fixing their boo-boos and giving them milk. And, like, she I, it's her favorite thing, seriously. And we hung out with... um my brother's kid the other day a couple weeks ago that was he's like three months old and when he would cry she'd go and bring him a pasty or bring him milk and you can tell that she she's like really compassionate and interested and like trying to help and so I was like I was really worried like what is Bella going to be like but I think she's going to be like Emmy I think she's going to like be the helper and the kisser of the boo-boos and like as much as I think Later in life, she's probably gonna be like, go do this for me right now.
2: <laughs> like, I think right now,
4: she's gonna be, I think she's gonna be a great big sister.
2: I think I honestly think that's a, a baby girl trait because I got two little nephews and my older nephew did not handle the addition of the he's second not. one that well. <laughs> <laughs> he, re- he reverted back to Goo Goo Gaga like he's not five years old. <laughs> so I feel like that's like girl power. Girl. The, the, the women just handle it better, even at the age of two, three. Yeah, we're innate nurturers. We just, oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're just compassionate. compassionate. Yeah. Well, best of luck, Carly, to you on your delivery. I mean, you and Jade share so much. Hopefully, you don't share the birth. No, having, I'm having not the gonna baby, have my baby in my closet. In the closet. <laughs> never say <laughs> no, never, not. Carly.
3: Close all <laughs> those so doors scared. one week leading up to
2: <laughs> one week leading up to the birth. But no, you guys, um, we truly do wish you the best of luck in your delivery, and we do want to play a little game with you guys. Since Carly, your baby number two is right around the corner, on the way. We want to find out. Well, can you tell us what the name of the baby is? We don't know yet because okay. what? we're struggling. Okay. okay, I thought I'd try. Just I
3: thought I'd try. Yeah, <laughs> have a few names, and when no. you when you meet the baby, then you'll know.
4: I no. know. Last time we named Bella before she came out, and I think this time we're just going to wait because. Evan just doesn't he's not like feeling a name and I'm not feeling a name so we're kind of I don't know I don't know if that's bad or good I don't know I I think it's good I think it's
2: good too because you're going to have a story to tell you're going to say oh and this is how we came up with your name you know because we we were kind of stuck and we weren't feeling it and we saw you or whatever whatever your story will be we can't wait for you to come on the podcast and tell it but (laughs) in the meantime we thought that we'd play a fun game with you okay we have this game it's Celebrity Baby Name Game (laughs) Bachelorette Tradition. Of course, of course. Oh my that's, god! That's what we do on oh. Bachelor Happy Hour.
3: <laughs> so, the put way your th- cell phones away. Yes, there you go, Crystal. <laughs> oh god, put them man. away. <laughs> Rule number
2: one. Rule number two. This is how this game is going to work. We are going to give you the names of children. Okay? Oh god! Okay. The children of the Bachelor couples or or Bachelor leads contestants, and you have we're going to name the okay. children, and then you have to name that Bachelor lead contestant. <laughs> okay, okay. Five, you got seconds. five seconds so we will know if you're googling as crystal pointed out so thank you crystal for that <laughs> put the phones I'm away so <laughs> I'm ready I'm ready And we, we <laughs> cannot help you this.
3: listen there's no lifeline we cannot help you because we don't know the
4: answers to all this <laughs> I don't know them either oh gosh okay
3: alright question number one we're going to name the baby and you're going to have five seconds to reply the mom and dad from bachelor nation alright oh my god ready yes. Yeah. alright baby number one <laughs> Max and Blakesley. Krista Sutter and Ryan Sutter. Ding, oh ding, my ding. God. Yay, for go. Jade. Okay, here we go. No, Question number two. Uh, Poppy.
2: Uh, Holly Julian.
4: Oh, wow. Who said that, Jade? Oh, my Jade. God. Jade. Jade, Jade's it. the only one who's going to be answering it against
3: me. <laughs> All right, I got it. Ty and Riley.
2: Ali Fedodowski, and whatever his name is, Mano. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope, that is close. Would you like to try again, Carly? Oh, No, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, from now on, I want you to answer these questions. I am Jade, and the answer is this.
0: <laughs> okay. I can tell. I you
2: can decipher. It's not going to be me. Oh, God. Okay, um, the answer to that was Molly and Jason Mesnick. Oh, oh. thank but I know why you gave the answer that you did. So let's try again. Molly and Riley.
4: That's uh, Allie. What's her husband's name? Something Mano.
2: Kevin. Yeah.
4: Kevin. Yeah. Wow. You're good. She's right. really good at this. How about <laughs> Lila? Oh, oh, I don't know. But that's a cute name. <laughs> no, and I don't know. We that- don't
3: either. <laughs> no, we do. We do. <laughs> that is the baby of Peyton and Chris Lampton Um Peyton was on Andy Baldwin season and Chris was Allie's runner up.
2: I don't I don't know who they are. So <laughs>
3: sorry. You know, I don't know either. Okay. Dang it.
2: Okay. Dang it. Ford and
4: Essex. Oh, that's Ashley Rosenbaum and JP Rosenbaum.
3: Oh, yes. Nicely done. Side note, I just
4: happened to be
2: walking my dog a couple of days ago and ran into them at the park here in L.A. And we both no, live in God, we I both live in Miami. I had to come off the way in L.A. So I know, it's weird. so weird. I recognize the
3: children first. See, Instagram. Uh-huh. People do Instagram. that. Oh my God, <laughs> People do it so with my funny. dogs all the time. <laughs> all right, how about this one? Bella and Harrison. I
4: don't know. Can't I guess I can't name my boy Harrison, though. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be weird.
2: Come on, Carly. You got to get one.
4: <laughs> God, I, don't, I have no idea. I need to follow more people, obviously. I'm, like,
2: slacking.
4: It's you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And, and we Harrison. Named, we named <laughs> yeah. your baby for you. Yeah, we named your oh, baby Harrison. <laughs> I thought there was another Bella. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh well, I guess I well, can't name someone Harris." Carly, you are terrible at this fella. game. <laughs> so bad. Gonna, this is this is true
2: third trimester mom brain. I'm just gonna
3: blame <laughs> it on that.
2: Okay, here's an easy one: Samuel, Isaiah, and a bun in the oven.
4: I'll let Carly, Carly take past yeah. and Low. That's the one I can get. Uh, ding, 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 ding!
3: <laughs> All right, here's an easy one: Alessi. Do oh. you want to answer this one, Carly?
4: Well I mean Lauren pity. and Lauren and Ari. <laughs> <lion duck>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know too. All right. Ding, ding. Last one. Jennings, Tyler. Wait, Jennings, Tyler, Gibson Kyle, and Gatlin oh. Avery. That's Emily Maynard. Yeah. Oh, thank- wow. you know what you guys are a package Impressed. deal thank god for jade Carla, yeah. because <laughs> i know
4: jade jade is always going to be the back there for me giving me the answers to life let me tell you something If jade wasn't here <laughs> we would have just had dead air, <laughs> <Just got laughs> dead
3: air. sorry I- about this game guys i failed miserably <laughs> carly and jade thank you guys so much for coming on um we do have one quick question before you um, we wrap you up, though. What are the kids being for Halloween? Oh,
4: God. Um, do you have a costume yet, Carly? I ordered something. I'm not quite sure it's going to happen, but Bella's like upset. This is so weird. Bella's just obsessed with garden gnomes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, <love
2: it. laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Please
4: make her Please- one. <laughs> So I think we're going to, I think she and I, and I'm trying to talk Evan into it, are going to be garden gnomes. <laughs> that's so cute. Oh, and you can make Bella
3: a little flower for the garden. Oh, oh my gosh. Cute. That's so cute. That's cute. And then baby Harrison, you know, you. <laughs> Harrison, yeah. You got to <laughs> dress the bump. <laughs> yeah, you do. I know. Like a pile of dirt. I know. The smiley face
2: gnomes my Aww. gosh that's so funny and you said that with all the seriousness in your voice like you're so used to her being into gnomes okay it, you it. it's so bizarre
3: jade what about you are you gonna dress up uh i know i saw you dress up emmy as princess bell oh, yeah. it was so precious yeah. and guys, I, I, oh go ahead and I, I have to say it was actually on netflix or on amazon video currently searching for a disney movie title when that came up on instagram so i was strictly relating on the disney princess uh, mode with you you
4: well she emerson's just at the age where she'd love all the like disney movies and she loved getting dressed up so it was so much fun for me to dress up like bell with her it was like oh. it was like mommy dreams come true <laughs> but um <laughs> for for halloween we're all like
2: all four of us are dressing up as Elvis. So. <laughs> oh my God, so, <laughs> cute. so cute. Yeah. That's really <laughs> so creative. Thank you ladies so much for joining us on the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. You have
3: to come back again. Yes, oh yeah, thank yes. you guys thank so much. You. Oh, it's so great chatting with you and best of luck on the delivery, Carly. We can't wait to see how you're going to outdo Jade. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh dear. <laughs> All right, you guys,
2: now we have a new segment that we want to introduce on Bachelor Happy Hour. It is called Rose and Thorn. Of course, it is appropriately named. So the way this is going to work is each one of us, Crystal, you and me, we're going to give love our that. rose of the week and then we're going to give our
3: thorn of the week. Ooh. And
2: would you like the honors? We'll, we'll start on a high note. Let's, Let's go start on the a rose. high. Yeah. I'm going to go
3: with my uh, first. I want to say I love it. Rose and thorns is so cute and so wildly appropriate. <laughs> and I'm going to say that, you know, my rose for the week, my highlight of the week would be my amazing husband taking me, whisking me away to beautiful Cabo San Lucas for my birthday. Aww. And we just spent all day drinking margaritas, playing in the pool, Like children. It was absolutely honoring my inner child and exactly what I needed. I
2: love that. Yeah, it was
3: really, it was really great. And I will say that going, leaving there was my thorn of the week. (laughs) And that was when I was at the kiosk checking out. And this guy came up to me and he was like, are you done with your kiosk? And I was like, oh yeah, go ahead. I just finished. And he goes, thanks for moving your stuff, asshole. (gasps) And my stuff was right next to me n- in no way near where he was. And I heard what he said, but I'm going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just, you know, had a bad, was having a bad day. Well, my husband, unfortunately, does not feel the same way compassionately at people. And there was practically a fight at the Cavo Airport I between this guy and my husband. And you know what? I go, they started literally arguing so loud and it started getting really heated. And I just go, babe, ignore him. He's clearly having a bad day. And I'm going to tell you, that guy immediately diffused. Really? Immediately diffused. Had not a single word to say. His kiosk broke right in front of him right then. That's right. Karma. <laughs> and that's what it was. And I wanted to say, it just gave me this thing where, how quickly are we... So this is my thorn turned into the, the transforming into the rose, the second rose of the week. How quickly are we to... You know, judge other people's and when we're having a bad day, we just almost justify lashing out at others because we're having a bad day. Right. But actually you realize everyone you're around, you're impacting with that energy and whatever you're bringing. And as soon as someone can just show up and give you compassion and understanding as to, hey, maybe you're going through some tough stuff and I can see that. I wish we could all have moments like that. And I wish I could also be more compassionate at all times (laughs) (laughs) to recognize that. You guys, if you're listening right now, everybody snap their fingers for what Crystal just did. Because
2: this is one. This is why I see why you and Chris are such a good balance. Because in that scenario, I am Chris and Brian is you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got to have one and both. Yeah, no, but it's beautiful because you can help him see certain things and then vice Mm -hmm. versa. And I love
3: hearing that. Also, welcome back to America. Yeah. I was like, there is no way we're getting in a fight thrown in Mexico jail. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to take the ego hit right here. Jeez. Like, yeah, that safely. got thrown in your face. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and we got upgraded to first class for free. On so I'm back. just saying right after that situation. Yeah. Karma's a beautiful you. thing.
2: All right. My rose is not as beautiful as yours. Happy belated birthday, by the Thank way. Thank you. My rose is... I don't know if you guys have seen the movie The Joker. Not, oh, that, that's, yeah. not that that's a... <laughs> We'll put a smile on your face, but the acting is impeccable in that movie. Keith Ledger, the, no, that no, one. no, 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 with um Joe. Is, did you say Joe, Joe Kim, Joe Quinn? You know who I'm talking about. Phoenix. Phoenix? Phoenix. Joaquin. (laughs) I mean, Oscar worthy. It was phenomenal. I loved every minute of it. You empathize with it. You feel every single emotion in that movie. Just it was so, so good. I had no idea what to expect and coming out of it. It's just a movie that I recommend. And I'm not a big moviegoer. So that's definitely my rose of the week. Uh, Let us know what you think about the movie,
3: too. That's a new movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It just came out last week. Um, or two weeks ago. Okay, My Thorn. Well, I'm going to take week, your
3: recommendation.
2: Yeah, yeah, you should
3: tell me what you think. <laughs> Watch out.
2: My thorn of the week, I think it's a bit obvious. It's obviously these issues surrounding Colton Underwood. Um, I'm not going to get into them because, um, guess what? In a couple of weeks, he will be on the podcast so we can hash everything out there. But I think it's a very obvious thorn. Um, like I said, not going to go there right now. Haven't gone there yet, but we're going to hash it out like adults. Mm. And we're gonna do that on Bachelor Happy Hours. So stay tuned, oh, it's you guys. That is good. And we just wanna thank you so much for Carly and Jade for joining us, coming on the show, being so real and raw and just giving us all the insight to the next step when it comes to a marriage and having children. And they were so vulnerable and sharing us what it's like.
3: Yeah, I think it was I'm really grateful for um having this having them come on the podcast because I mean we're taking embarking on these new chapters yes. in our life and it's so great to have people that have gone through the journey to really share the highs and the lows. And I got to tell you, don't know if my kids are going to have Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <But either. laughs> I'm prepared for mommy shaming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah no, yeah. Now yeah, you know what I'm it ready. is. And thank you, Crystal, so much for being here. I mean, you've been a fantastic host. Fresh off a plane in Cabo, oh, yeah. dealing with a hostile American, <laughs> to sitting in the seat and co hosting Bachelor Happy Hour with me. Thank you so much. And then also, Bachelor Nation, thank you guys so much for listening. Where would we be without you? We wouldn't have this podcast. So we will see you next week. Bye, guys. And speaking of next week, you guys, we have on the podcast none other than my favorite ex, Nick Vile. He will be here in the hot seat. And we will ask him all the burning questions.
3: All right. So tune in next week, guys, for all the right reasons. In the meantime, you can get all the latest Bachelor news on bachelornation.com right now. If you got something you want to share, shoot us an email at happyhour at bachelornation.com or visit bachelornation.com and click podcast.
0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes and 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at Victoria'sSecret.com.
1: So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.